And finally, Daddy Manny is back. Yeah, I'm back after I exercised some demons from my butthole. You exercised demons from your butthole? Man, it was an experience. (laughs) Well, with that said... It's like pawn scum came pouring straight out of my ass, but it was like <laughs> so fucking painful. Oh, we're live. Oh, shit. We are live. <laughs> uh, whoops. Uh, but anyway, folks, yeah, be careful of what you eat. Oh. Absolutely be careful of what you eat. This is episode 32 of Cigars and Bars. At this point, I say it every week, our 10 listeners should know who the fuck we are. Probably nine by now. Probably, oh, most definitely probably nine by now, but we'll get into that. I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew, and the wife calls me Poppy Stew, and this fucking weekend, today, as in Sunday, November 6th, because tomorrow, it's fucking birthday suit stew. And that lovely voice. Well, the one, the only, and choosing to be lonely, Daddy Manny. Choosing to be lonely. <clears throat> yeah, like all those bitches on the last podcast said that uh, you were talking about how they all choose to be single. Facts. Because it's their choice. Ox, dude. Ox, I love you. I've never met you, but your voice is melodious and I want to talk to you. Oh, we'll have Ox on with us one of these days. I want you Definitely to pull some... be a part two. I want you to do some, like, Isaac Hayes shit for me. Some Isaac Hayes shit? Yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's got that old school MC vibe, and yeah. like we were just sitting here shooting the shit, fucking drinking whiskeys, enjoying ourselves. It was fire. Yeah, it sounded and fire. We are doing this again on the balcony because it's the vibe. Like the weather is so dope right now. Yeah, we're doing this raw out on the balcony. Fucking facts, dude. No filters, no walls, no protection of any kind. Facts. Hell, well, I mean, we have the pop filters. I mean, the pop filters, but that's just like, you know, pulling out. Ah! Yeah, we can't say that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you can say that, I just can't say I'm that. I'm trying better, folks. I don't want no kids. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. I'm open to the idea, I just don't want to be chained down. Yeah, I mean, I can't even say fear of pulling. Yeah, yeah, I think that FOMO bit, uh, FOPO bit, uh, ended up becoming more of a mental, like, crutch in my mind. Yeah. It's just weird, because, like, I could say the word pull, and I could say the word out, but I can't say fucking pull. It's weird. I know, man. I'm sorry. I kind of cursed the show with something really bad. That's all right. And I think most of our listeners probably should pull up. You you don't need any more kids. You most definitely should pull. But (laughs) Alleged kids. Alleged kids. God Alleged. Allegedly. So yeah, about one less listener. Oh, yeah. So I sent this really fire, like, Tinder new mold. I took my friends took a picture of me while we were out shooting. And it is like the epitome of America. Um a fat man. That is like the understatement of the year, bro. A fat when man with an electric guitar me? with an AR in his hand and Facts. a desert eagle in his pants, holding a cigar, smoking a cigar while holding a Miller Light. Um 
you know, wearing Vans. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my new Tinder profile pic. And that's guess who I saw it? Who? The model. And did the model comment on it? Did Not she... a goddamn word. <sighs> I yeah. don't know if she listens to this, and if she does, we're probably going to end this episode with one less listener. I, I bet, because I just unfollowed her. I was just like, hold the fuck on. I at least had the decency to heart at least two of your posts. You know, and I got, I'm not going to lie, I got a little mad at the model. Model, if you're listening, this show's about you. You might want to turn it off. The facts. Well, I mean, it's not all about you, but probably like the first, however long we decide to go, will be. She posted some shit on Facebook that was like... Yo, I'm always, like, the third pick. Nobody ever invites me out to stuff. Nobody ever, like, hits me up for anything. And all my brain can think about is I'm, like, the past four episodes, including the point fives of Cigars and Bars, I invited her over. And she did not even reply. I, I got left on red. I didn't even get a chance to get red. She gave me the Zeus treatment. <laughs> Shout out to my boy. Shout out to Zeus. I need to get on his shit. Yeah. I Some mean, days. I don't know if she left me on red. I'm pretty sure she probably screenshotted it. I don't know. For but records. like, how are you gonna post something like that? And it's like, dude, you do get invites to shit. I don't know. Bitches be crazy. Bitches be bonkers. Which I'm not calling her a bitch. She's dope. I mean, she seemed like a fun person. Oh, she's a fire person. So like, model, if you're listening to this, we think you're. Well, I think you're fire. Manny's just frustrated because uh, what did what did you and Kyle say? You uh, coward. coward. <laughs> Listen, cowardice is not necessarily a bad thing. It does keep you alive. Facts. But at a certain point, I'm gonna call you on it. Well, I mean, pulling is kind of cowardice. Yeah, and I don't usually do that. But yeah. this time, I'm putting a condom on. Fuck you. Yeah. And I mean that respectively. I mean my. It's it's strong. Yeah, man. The only thing you've impregnated is the fucking mattress. Um. Facts. <laughs> Meanwhile, in an Meanwhile. alternate universe. <laughs> well, how the fuck was your week, my dude? Uh, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, you haven't. Yeah. Uh, it's been like one week since you looked at me. Facts. And I'm not doing the bare naked lady song because, like, it once it's stuck in my head, I've got to do a lot of bad things to get it out. Oh my god. Um. Well, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. A few liquor stores get knocked over. It's fine. A few um, of them. A few of them. I return everything. It's just I need the rush of like robbing somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'd be like a walk up. I want you to empty the register. Give me two pack of Salem's. And if you don't fucking do it within 30 seconds, I'm putting a bullet in you. Walk out with the money and the, the cigarettes and come right back. I'm sorry about that. I have some things I need to work out. That's some <laughs> shit. I just need to work my stuff out. You know what I mean? Here you go. And here's a $5 tip. Just and then go right across the street to the next Circle K and do it again. <laughs> Never a QT. Too many cops. Um, I mean, QTs are fire though. But my week, yes, they are. But my week, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it was all right. Yeah. Um, I was just plugging away and doing overtime. I I've been working. I've been jerking off and. Uh, you know, just just spending my days scrolling to Tinder, waiting for the model to hit me up. Yeah. That didn't happen. To no avail. To no avail. Wow. And not because I was looking for anything, just because, like, I at least deserve a howdy. Right. At least, like, read the fucking comment. And I then, know. Like, and then, like, either, oh, hey, or 
Fuck off, I'm not interested. Yeah, give me some kind of, like, you know, not realization. If I want to be fair, though, she is a mother of four, and she does have a lot of shit going on in her life, so I understand why she's busy. Right, but there's a difference between busy and, like, Ignoring in the technological them. day where you can just say, like, yeah, no, uh, I, like, I've seen your pics, hell nah, or I'd be like, I'm not looking for you at this time. How It doesn't take more than 20 seconds to put a no. <laughs> I mean, I've done that to somebody. She just started, hey, nope. See? How easy, How hard was that? Easy as shit. You could have like read the message, said but nope. That was, that was the same chick I talked about on the .5 episode with the Ox. Once again, shout out to Ox. Oh, that crazy but, uh, bitch? The, the one that was like telling me to change my password to the company. Pa- and then I asked her, I was like, well, who's your company? Then she sends me a link, which is a clearly malicious link. And I'm just like, yeah, this shit's sketch. It's sketchier than... It's sketchy, and it's like, fucking dude, are you even trying? No, I mean, there's no try today. I mean, like, Ox was saying on the podcast, and you guys should listen to it. You know, like, there's no real chase anymore. Oh, facts. And I actually had a bone to pick with him, cause you, uh, and you, because you say I don't go out. I just refuse to go out, because you bitches be crazy. I didn't say that you didn't go out. I, All <clears throat> I was saying is that, like, the, in general... Like, that seems to be the thing, is most people that are single are on dating apps, as opposed to going out and, like, actually fucking meeting people. It was more of a shot at the younger generation, because, like, we came from a generation where it's like... I'm only a year and a half younger than you, bro. Right, but that's what I'm saying, is we came from a generation where you actually had to talk to a female, you had to get a phone, yeah, you had to call their phone... You had to fucking, like, actually put in the legwork. You had to be charming and witty and, like, be able to come up with, like, a line real quick, but also mean it. Right. Like, you can't just say, like, baby, you should come home with me and, like, spend the morning together. It's just like, no, you know, like, hey. I'm like, that's why the pizza and fuck line works so well nowadays. It does, because either you get subpar sex and great pizza or great pizza and subpar sex. I said that twice because I really want the pizza more than the sex. Um... But I mean, rarely you'd get great sex and subpar pizza. Even subpar pizza, you can be like, yeah, I got some pussy afterwards, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know what? I, I fucking cured my hunger and I got some pussy. Yeah, you know, you just like, listen, girl, I'm not trying to waste your time. I just want to take you out to breakfast. But in between and there, I think we can have a great deal of fun. Oh, 100%. See, that works. But not in today's world. In today's world, that's too many syllables versus what you do and want to fuck. I know, right? You like write more than two lines and you wonder if she can even read it. I don't even know if these bitches can read. And I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> but y'all look at it like hieroglyphs. If there isn't a fucking like emoji in that some bitch or a gif, um, you know, y'all like, like freak out like it's a bot or something because it's all fucking words. Emotional damage! I actually really work hard to have proper grammar when I'm hitting a bitch up. Facts. You know, just out of respect. You know what? And it's like, I'm respecting two people at that point because not only am I respecting her with using proper grammar, I'm also respecting my English teacher. You know, me and my English teacher, we probably didn't get along as well as we should have, but I at least respected what she taught me and how to use the written language properly. Oh, most definitely. Now, sometimes I slip up and use the word learned instead of, like, taught. Um, but, you know, that's that word vernacular I get from growing up on a fucking base with a bunch of kids from Georgia. We all learns you, though. You know, like I said today, it's like, remember that thing you learned to me? I mean, taught me? God damn. Like, it, cu- it slides out. Facts. Which is why I'd be probably, like, the great, like, like marry, like, a southern belle and, like, 
I can understand their language, but I don't have an accent of my own, so it throws them off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> and then when you get, like, a bless your heart. Bless your heart. Fuck you too, lady. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm from Arizona. I understand what you meant, but I I, it's, too said, but like, it's too I hot. It's too hot. I felt to... the disrespect. Ma'am, I grew up in Arizona. I feel like the it's too hot. Girls give you the most respectful disrespect ever. Oh, yeah. They're not going to say it to your face. Well, they'll say it to your face, but they're like... Well, yes, but they're nice about it. It's like a it. mad deflection saying it to Oh, your honey, face. I'm sure you did the best you can with what you got. <laughs> Fucking facts. Yeah. And I'll be like, listen here, lady. I don't even swing that way, but I guarantee you six days from Sunday, I could have your husband living at my house and making him cook me dinner. <laughs> and you know what he'd get? Peace. I wouldn't bug him. I wouldn't ask him for dumb shit. He could watch TV all he'd like. And if you want to go hog hunting on Tuesday and leave me with the kids, fuck yeah, I don't mind. I don't want to see him either. <laughs> and then, me- meanwhile, like the husband's like, I ain't gay, but that's sounding great. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's looking at him like, don't you dare. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. <laughs> I-, I think we're kind of like hanging up on the model here. I just want y'all listeners to know that I gave it a chance. I was left on basically red for two months. Facts. And, uh, yeah. And if you ever want to come on to the show, it is always an open invite. Oh, yeah, but I just won't be here. I won't be here. I'll specifically make you. Her and Kyle. I'll specifically (laughs) make a point to show up, be like, howdy, ma'am, and like walk out the door, but then come back. You see how easy that is just to say hi? And then, like, (laughs) and then, like, go. Like a dick, bro. Just on some heel shit. Just put like an inflatable sex doll of me, like, but with like my face printed out on it. Just like, what does Manny have to say? Like, hit a record button. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like a pre-recording of some shit you might say. Bitch, flip the side two. <laughs> I done said bitch. Flip back to slide one. <laughs> um, but no, man. How was your week? I mean, the week was pretty fire, and then like Friday, I got some bummer fucking news. Like bummer shit. So that full-time spot didn't get it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear but that, dude. But then also, apparently, like, because this was a seasonal spot. No, I understand. in December. Yeah. Apparently the last day is the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, my. Right. So, and I, but here's the thing that pissed me off, right? Because from a business aspect, I understood why. But the fact I'm like, nigga, you were telling me this three days before my birthday. That, like, you're getting fired and, um... Wait, you didn't get the full job, and you're getting fired in, like, two weeks. Facts. Oh, this is your heads up. And I'm like, oh, so you're giving me a two weeks notice. Are you going to be okay? I'll be fine. But, like, it's just... I was like, the nerve, you know what I mean? The disrespect. The fucking disrespect. Like, I'd rather I'd enjoy my weekend, like, enjoy my birthday, take my Monday off, fucking do my thing, and then Tuesday Tuesday morning come in, and that's the first thing I hear. Yeah, it'd suck, but at least... You know what? I, I had a good weekend. I'm not going to let this shit on my body. Right. Now you, you just got to brush off the resume, add some updates. and Facts. Now you can add that you were a computer technician. Facts. You know, you did some shit. I did. Oh, I've done some shit. I've done some shit, too. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm probably going to stick with the, the, the southern accent for this and see how much that like actually suits me. Yeah. Just see if I can confuse some listeners out there. <laughs> It's surprisingly okay if I don't play too hard into it. Yeah, that's facts. Like, if you didn't meet me beforehand, you'd probably think I grew up like in East Texas or somewhere. I'd still fuck with you. I know, but East Texas isn't the racist part of Texas. Well, kind of is. You get like Waco and like 
uh, other parts of Texas where you don't talk about. There's like still sundown towns and shit up there. Shit, I, I remember I told Agent J that I know what the definition of sundown town was, and it's like if he's a black guy, like why? How do you know what that means? Confuse <laughs> yeah, a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Saying nigga in the right context. Yeah, I mean I drop it way too many times to use it out of context. Yeah, in fact, we still have context and nuance. Like I say, nigga, way too much not to have it. <laughs> Just be like, how the hell did he out black me? <laughs> Yeah. But, like, outside of the bullshit news on Friday, like, the week itself has been pretty fire. And, like, this past weekend so far, yesterday and today, have been pretty smoke. And after this podcast, I'm actually going to be going down to the LB Saloon and getting drunk. Well. Doing some karaoke and seeing some friends and, yeah. Invite the model. Put her in her place. I mean, I did, and I still haven't heard back from her. You bitch. But Respectively. Respectfully, you know, because well, we're not disrespectful assholes here. All we're asking is to be left on red at least. Or at least to call them a decency of saying no. Fact. Nope. Or, or nah. fuck off or something. Or like, do I know you? Right. Have we met? Yeah, that's that. For men, that's also like, that is, I'm switching the accent here. I can't do it all night. I'll get stuck in it. Yeah. Um, like, that for men, if you say, do I know you? That's like the insta burn. Like, we get wasted. Yeah, do I know you? Probably not, but I'd like to get to know you. Probably not, but I've seen your titties many times. Facts. Uh, well, I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. I'm not stalking you. Yeah. You gotta be careful these days. You can't be texting bitches no threats. You know, they can trace that shit. Anything you want to say to that woman, you, you get a box cutter and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, like, my day today started off pretty fire. Get me through your day. Walk me through it. So last night went to pushing buttons over at the bar, and, and shout out to Antoine. He decided to buy me booze all night. Okay. Also shout out to Thunder Canyon. I bought one of their bottles of rum, and pretty fire. I feel like it's gonna be good for like a good mixing, rum. but like it's got like a whiskey vibe to that rum. Yeah. Like, yeah. It feels like it could be a good sipper and shooter. Shout out to Thunder Canyon. Fucking facts. Sorry, I showed Stu a meme. Yeah. Please don't get cocaine in the folders. Faders. In the faders? Yeah. The cross faders. <laughs> yeah, so we went to pushing buttons, and then today I woke up, and I don't know if you noticed, but that little shit dog is gone. Yeah, I felt a peace, ease, and like I didn't want to shoot everything in your house. Yeah. Like, I, I got handed a wad of cash, and then she took her dog and left. Was this a drug deal, and the dog is full of cocaine? I mean, it felt like that, but at the end of the day, I feel better. I hope you do. I hope you do. I feel real better. And then, like, right now, like, we went to we went to go see Black Adam, which, by the way, fire. I heard that the critics didn't like it because, you know, it wasn't, you know, woke, but... F- Dude, that movie was... Fire. Yeah, well, the critics didn't like it because it wasn't woke, and, like, The Rock knows... If Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, knows anything about, you know, selling it to a crowd, you don't piss off your audience. And if you do, you make sure they want to pay to see you get the fuck shit kicked out of you. As someone who's read Black Black Adam comics, I fucked with it. It stayed true to the character. It was fire. You know what? Also, they did Dr. Fate pretty fucking right, too. Yeah, yeah. Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Fate. Fire. It's funny. You know, you see James Bond. uh, Well, 
Okay, folks, we're probably gonna dip into something like you know close to my heart and my my beliefs. Uh, Timothy Bond Dalton was probably the best James Bond. I know it's a hot take, but it is your day of birth, and I will not fight you. However, I will say that Timothy Dalton was the best Bond. Yeah, Dalton, you're right. Because even Ian Fleming, the guy who wrote the books that James Bond is based after, is well not based after, but James Bond is. Yeah. Said that Timothy Dalton was the best uh, representation of Bond because Bond was supposed to be Scottish. Yeah, on her Queen's Majesty was fire. Um, but also, um, going back to that, yes, yeah, seeing <laughs> seeing <laughs> Bond in a DC movie. Yeah, I'm sorry, there's a few things I hold dear in my life. Dalton was best Bond. Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna try and get worked up tonight. It's a good night. It's a, it's a very good night. I don't want to be. I don't want to put. I'm celebrating. Got a whiskey here. Yeah, I know. I wish I could drink with you, but there were so many cops on the road. I'm know I'm gonna get pulled over. No, I felt that. I'm a dark man in a black SUV. Fuck. <laughs> you know, like you know how bad it was today. I felt it in the air tonight. I'm like, this seems like a bad night. I put my gun back in its holster and left it at home. That, that's like, I don't want to get pulled over for shit tonight. I thought you pulled the thong right out of your pocket. I was like, God damn. I was like, what is in my pocket? Did you just get slipped a phone number on some pennies? It's like, I haven't seen that shit since the early 2000s. That's some Usher shit right there. <laughs> Let it burn, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, are you in the street doing that Usher thing again? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, how's the rest of your week, man? It's again, like it's it's been pretty dope. Like work has been super slow, but like I love the fact that later this week I'm going persona non grata for a little bit. Oh yes, on Wednesday. Cause God of fucking war, bro. I know. I already have that set to download. Same. Um, I already have it downloaded. I'm just waiting for it to be activated. I gotta get checked that shit, because I think I bought it, and I may have downloaded it. I just don't know. Yeah. I have it downloaded, so, like, when I try to click on it now, it just gives me the time, the countdown timer. Timer, yeah. So, Wednesday, your boy is going Persona Non Grata. Alright, let me go. Actually, while we're doing this, and I'm talking, I'm gonna go to the PlayStation app and make sure I downloaded that shit. Uh, I'm replaying through the first, like the 2018 God of War, and I'm starting to pick up little shit that I know is gonna pay off in the second game. How so? Like the just if you pay attention to some of the stories Mimir tells. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like like when he talks about the uh, the stonemason that fucking made a bet with Odin that he could build like some fucking wall around right that uh, for free Asgard, and he said if I could do it within two winters. Or if I can't do it within two winters, I won't charge you for it. But if I do it, I get to speak to Freya. I get to speak to Freya, right? And then Odin, tra- Odin he, was like, he "Yeah, doing it," and it pissed off Odin. But it's but like he fucking gave his end of the bargain when he got to talk to Freya. He just whispered one thing in her ear, and then he left. And then he was met by Thor when he got back to Midgard. Yeah, because he found out he was a giant. Yeah, and so. When, when Atreus asks Mimir, like, what did he say? He's like, only Freya knows that, but I've had many of winters to try to figure it out. I think it's possible that he told her about weaknesses, whether that be physical or magical weaknesses around the defenses of Asgard. Because he was the one that, devi- that uh, developed the walls and shit into Asgard. And he's like, well, there's possible weaknesses and stuff that may come to Asgard 
as soon as Surtur comes to burn the whole place to the ground in Ragnarok. And I was like, that's going to pay off in the next game. <laughs> the whole thing with the fucking uh, the Dark Elves, and you kill that one Dark Elf, he said you've made a grave mistake. Yeah. You know that's going to pay off. Oh, yeah, it's got to pay off because, like, you know, at, at some point, you know, it's going to be one of those things where it's, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, like Freya, fuck it, you find out that uh, Freya had her warrior spirit taken from her from Odin. And obviously she gets it back in the second game, so she possibly made a deal with him. Yeah. You know? Little shit like that. Like, I, this is coming across as nerdy as fuck, and I get it, but honestly, you boys excited. I got myself a few different birthday gifts this week. Okay, what else did you get? I got myself a Turtle Beach headset. Like oh, nice. Those, uh, Stealth 700s. Dude, okay. the, ear, the actual earbuds, or like the, the ear pads on them are cooling ear pads. Also, I found out the mic on it picks up a lot of shit. Yeah, it's so gonna. I was sitting there playing FIFA with Andera, which shout out to Andera. We're playing FIFA, and like the thing I think is dope about the mic is uh, it's hidden in the headphone, and so when you have it up like this, it's muted. But the second you bring it down, you'll actually hear it activate in your ears. Oh, okay. But apparently, like you, you've been in the room, so you know how yeah. it's all set up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting at the desk playing FIFA with her, and then. Katya woke up and then she was sitting her phone bone and she fell back asleep. So at one point we're sitting there playing and I hear Andara go, dude, is Katya snoring right now? And I was like, I look over and I see she's passed out and I'm like, wait, you can hear that? Apparently that mic was so dope, like it picked up somebody was getting into their car or like locking up their car outside and like hit the beep and she was able to pick that up. I think it's for I think they're they're doing like the really good mics now for people who have to like game really quietly in their house yeah, yeah. or like you know they they're gonna be streaming or whatnot and they're gonna yeah. be using that mic to pick up everything. Um, yeah, and and like, the one thing I like about it is obviously it's got like the USB thing to hook up to the PlayStation, but even if you don't have that hooked up, it. it Double times as a Bluetooth headset, so you can hook it up to anything that has access. To right, Bluetooth. right. And Bluetooth mics have been kind of notoriously shitty. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Andara. I still think your friend is cute, even there can be no way. Yeah. I know that was weird, but I had to say it. I'm a man. Um, they were just here uh, yesterday, and I made some pasta for them. Look they at you. Sauce. you. You give them girls the sauce. Yeah, and the pasta was fire too. Hey! No, no, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Nah, uh, but no, I'm really actually excited for Ragnarok. Um, it allegedly says, uh, like, I guess. Um, I guess I've downloaded it already. Yeah. Or, like, it's going to let me download it. Because I bought the digital deluxe edition. Oh, nice. And it's... So PS4 and PS5? I think I just bought the PS5 only. Well, the digital deluxe comes with both versions, but I think it comes with, like, a different armor as well. I don't remember. I was just like, fuck it. I got the regular version, to be honest. Well, like, my friend said, like, like brought up a good argument about, like, all this new digital game shit, is that, like, if you don't buy the disc, you technically don't own it. And I'm like, you're technically right. They can take the licenses away. Yeah. But at the same time... I bought the disc console for games that I really wanted to play and keep on disc. I do want to play God of War Ragnarok, but at the same time, I just want to play a game 
and if it doesn't happen to be great, I lost 80 bucks, and it's not a sitting reminder. Yeah. I'm not going to try and sit it back. I know thing, I know it's going to be a good game. I about the digital, though. Like, uh, there were a few games that, before I got a PS5, that, like, when I ordered them, I just ordered the PS4 version, and it automatically came with the PS5 version. Oh, yeah, if you bought the disc of... of of certain games, they no, would no, give. No, I'm, I'm talking like digital. Oh, okay, like digital. Ghost of Tsushima, when that dropped, I got. I remember getting the uh, the fucking digital deluxe, and at the time it was just for PS4 because PS5 hadn't dropped yet when that came out. Yeah. And then once I got a PS5, I remember like it said it was available, and I was like, oh shit, that's dope. You know, honestly, that's a it's a great marketing scene by Sony. To have like PS4 discs and then give you the PS5 edition yeah. when all it really is is just change of software that runs on different hardware, you know, a different kind of patch. Yeah, yeah. Because 90% of your PS5 games are just PS4 copies with different shit. Um, hell, even Red Dead Redemption 2, a game that's like now what, four or five years old? Yeah. You know, doesn't have an actual PS5 port. And you would think it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's like the same thing. They just, like, God of War for the longest time didn't have a computer port. And then they're just like, well, fuck it. What's that? A computer port. And that's where you're getting all these 60 FPS fucking versions of the game. Or, I know, I've been replaying it myself. And I noticed, like, even though it's the PS4 version, with the PS5, like, the engine is so good that the game even plays faster. Yeah, because there were some times with my PS4 um, that... God of War was having a hard time running. Yeah. Because it's a very strenuous game for that system. Yeah. Um, Well, it's very detailed, too. It's detailed. It takes a lot to render. um, But, like, it's detailed in the fact that, like, when you're at the dragon that you kill, you could throw, like, your axe into it, and it'll show, like, kind of wound marks. um, Where a lot of games would just make it, like, an immovable object and call it a day. Um... So yeah, you know what? Santa Monica Studios did a really good job of making sure that the game was fully immersive. Yeah, that's something that I noticed. That's one thing I do appreciate about the PS5 is like it brings out so much more in games that like I would have never noticed. So like when I got the that Turtle Beach headset, I spent pretty much all day Saturday just gaming and fucking like like trying to get the range of the actual headset of like what it picks up. What right, it, you know? right, right. And like there was shit in God of War that I was like. That's cool that, like, that's there. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, just... It's little sounds that you pick up that, like, when you're watching the game and you're playing it, and, like, say you touch a box or you touch something, you can actually hear it. Dunk. Yeah. The one thing I love about the PS5, though, like, more than anything, is the fucking controllers. Because, like... I was playing God of War, and so when you actually get the World Serpent to talk to you, its voice, you feel it in your hands. Yeah, it, it, you know, like, that's one thing I think Sony's been really cool on once they put the DualSense controller out and the DualShock controller back in the PS2 days, or even the PS1 days when they had that upgraded controller. Yeah. It, like, brought immersion to games. Like, Metal Gear Solid had a, a, a point where it used the vibration function in the controller yeah, yeah. to move the controller and kind of, like, mess with you. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and like... That's cool to me. Yeah, um, yeah. However, here's some things that um, I'm a little upset with about the PlayStation system. All right. First off, give me back my internet browser. I get it. It's not supposed to be a computer, but sometimes there's some times where I want to look stuff up while I'm on my PS5. I don't want to have to go through the backdoor route about signing into Twitter and using the browser like to use for external links. Right. 
I know it's kind of it sounds dumb, but it's like just give me give me my fucking internet browser back. I don't like how they changed up the menu. I think the PS4 menu is a lot cleaner, and it. I agree with that. Like, um, it's there's little things that I've noticed about it that it's little annoyances for me. So like the PS4, it makes sense. Like, if you press the PS button, you're gonna bring up like the main home screen. Right. Or if you hold it, you'll bring up the screen to ask you like restart the system, shut, yeah, it, shut it down, it. or put it in rest mode. Yeah, my buddy had to teach me how to put the fucking th- turn the thing off. Yeah. And you have to actually go all the way to like. Power. So what I figured out though is like if you just press the PS button, it brings up that menu on the bottom that actually like yeah. brings you to that. But if you hold it down, that's what brings you back to your home page. Yeah, and you still have to go. I liked if you held down the PS4 control button, it would actually ask, "Hey, do you want to turn off this controller? Do you want to set this to rest mode?" Because like sometimes you need to go. I don't want to have to take extra two minutes to put my thing in rest mode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I get it. Like why they put all the options where they did. Because it makes it feel like, oh, there's more options. But it's like, dude, just streamline it. Like, yeah. You could put all this in one, in like one or two categories. Oh. Like, if you're going to have the extra menu that pops up, like all everything that has to do with your audio, whether you're listening, your microphone, or whatever, should all be in the same tab. Well, one of the things that pisses me off is they got rid of folders. Oh, facts. So, like, I didn't use the folders as much as my friend did, but I used to use them in the following ways. There were, like, games that I played that I had the disc version, plays that I played that had a digital version only, games that I played that were both. And I had them separated because if I knew that I only downloaded this game, I could go straight to that folder. But now I have to actually just, like, have them all on the home screen. And I'm surprised that I don't even have that many games on my PS5, and it's already filling up, and it's a 500 gigabyte system. Yeah. And, like, in order to get, like, the SSD drive where I think you can get up to, like, a terabyte of expandable memory, um, you know, I had to pay a little bit more, and, yeah, it improves performance, but at a certain point, I just, it's, I've forgotten how big games have gotten. Yeah. Like, Red Dead Redemption was, like, almost 100-and-something gigabytes. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even or 85 I gigabytes. I had like Red Dead on my PS4. Like I had to delete a couple games just to oh, get that yeah. thing on the fucking. But like I, like the one thing I like, but it's also kind of I feel like it's a disservice to me. I like that I was able to take like the the external drive that had my PS4 games and hook it up to the PS5 and it immediately read those. Yeah, that's one of the things that's cool. So, but the one thing that annoys me, I have an external drive where I could put PS5 on them but I can't have both of them hooked up at the same time. What? Yeah, so like if you have two drives hooked up, it'll only recognize one at a time. I mean... It makes sense, but at the same time, it still annoys the shit out of me because I'm like, I can hook up two drives to my laptop, to this guy, and it'll read both of those drives. Right, I mean, like at a certain point, you do get locked with a console. Yeah. But yeah, there, there is sort of an ease of just being able to put the, just the game in and just hit play i think just the only thing that like it's an it's a minor annoyance but it still just annoys me the fact that you can't even set your own theme that was one of the things i loved is because like because you could get themes and like there are some dope themes you could have facts like i had for the longest time i had uh when god of war when i got god of war the 2018 one yeah yeah i, I was able to get that dynamic theme of kratos and, and atreus just sitting in the boat yeah and, and then you're was, seeing them just floating there and you hear like boat noises and splashes you're hearing the music in the background but like as you're moving like you're hearing the different sounds as you're moving the controller throughout different tabs or like one of the things that i have right now on my ps4 is the uh the ghost of tsushima one where it's like you know when they're telling stories in that game and they're actually like showing you paintings 
it's that where it's just painting samurais and shit. And yeah, you're hearing that soft fucking flute from like the Japanese flute in the yeah, background, yeah. like music from the game. And I, I feel like I just missed that with the PS5. Yeah, the PS5. There's pros and cons, but yeah. I think our listeners are tired of hearing us talk about video games. Any hot takes? Hot takes. I think Astros it, won the World Series and they deserved it. Fair. Because fair. I just think it's appropriate that the best team in baseball won the fucking championship. Ooh. And they were the best team in baseball. I don't give a fuck if people will say, what about the Dodgers? Yeah, well, the Dodgers choked to the Padres. Suck a dick, Dodgers. Well, Dodgers. you know. But, like, I don't know if you remember, like, when the playoffs started, there was that wild card round in the first round. So it was three. It was a three-game set. And so whoever won those went to the division series. So right. the Padres ended up knocking out the Mets. And then get to the division series, and they take out the Dodgers in four. And sorry, I'm showing a meme right now. Oh, fucking facts, dude. Oh, uh, the meme was midnight. Midnight. Mid. One of my Japanese. Midnight releases used to hit different. Oh, most definitely. And uh, I miss like I kind of miss that like being able to stand in line at like a GameStop when you knew something was gonna drop. That used to be me when I'd buy like the deluxe version of MLB the shows and it would come with a hat and like all this. Other yeah, you get a lot of you get covers. something for being devoted. Facts. And and if you were lucky. And you had a midnight release that you didn't pick up. There might be some still gear for you the next day. Um, but yes, I'm glad the Astros won. Um, I'm just happy for Dusty Baker. Like that dude. That dude is one of the last MLB managers that actually is like a manager. There was a moment in Game Four where, or no, Game Five. When Justin Verlander was pitching, he got into trouble a couple of times, but he was able to get out of it. All right. And his pitch count was kind of getting high, but Dusty let him keep going because he kept getting out of trouble. And so he saw, like, okay, he's still got it, so I'm going to let him keep going. And that's the sign of a good manager because analytics would have told him, like, pull him oh, now. third time through the lineup, you got to pull him out. And, like, that could be the fifth inning when that happens. And then now you got to use your bullpen for the rest of the game. Where Dusty, like, he was asked about this in the post-game interview. And they were talking to him about Justin Verlander. Why did you let him go as long as you did? And he said, I remembered a conversation I had with my old teammate, Tommy John. Tommy John was an old baseball player that he was on the Dodgers with, Dusty Baker. And he said, a good pitcher, like, would get in trouble once be able to get out of it but then when they get in trouble again they wouldn't be able to right a great pitcher is able to get out of situations two to three times and that's exactly what verlander was doing so he's like if he's able to get out of trouble why am i pulling right and if he's not able to get out of trouble well then yeah pull. and if you manage a baseball team like if you let your starter go deep into games because i saw this with the padres all year if your starter goes six or seven innings you only have two more innings to cover with your bullpen. And you could have two guys that you're using at a time, your setup guy and your closer. And then you have like maybe six or seven other guys in that bullpen you haven't even used yet, so people are fresh. Well, that's the thing about sports I've been noticing is that it's become more analytics and statistics. And yes, that's good to a point, but eventually we're just going to get to the point where it's not the game anymore. Well, it's I like- just had this conversation with uh, with Katya's brother, Eddie, tonight. Yeah, I just we met We were watching him. that Titans and fucking Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. And... I was saying, like, with every sport, analytics has infected every sport in some way, shape, or form. So, like, with baseball, it's it's affected pitch counts. It's affected, like, p- 
people shift because, oh, the analytics say that this guy hits it to this side of the field. But it's been a detriment to baseball because of it. And so, but what I was saying is, like, analytics are there for, like, people are making decisions based on analytics. But then you get a team like the Astros where they're just doing fundamental baseball. Bloops and blasts. Stealing bases. Aggressive base running. Pitchers that are fucking pitching. And so that's why they won. Because they fucking just did the did the fundamental shit and they were able to do it. And I'm like... It, I was telling Eddie, I was like... I th- it blows my mind right now that like... I feel like we're in a golden age of sports in America. Think about it. Like, the NBA has the best talent it's ever had right now. Okay. I mean, like, Shaq like, would disagree with you, but well, okay. But, but listen to me. So, like, when we were kids... Every sport, like when you thought like quarterbacks back in the day, what'd you think of? Like John Elway, Troy Aikman, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Steve Young, like fucking Brett Favre in his but prime. They were, but that's the thing is, is like when those dudes were big, there were only like a few and far between in the league at the time. But then, like now, you got like Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got fucking Justin Herbert, Matt Stafford. Got, Matt Stafford, like you got fucking Ryan Tannehill started fucking going going nuts in in Tennessee. Like you got Lamar Jackson, who's been low key one of the best in the whole fucking league, winning MVPs and shit. Even though he's on a Ravens team that should be better than they actually are. Yeah, and but but that's what I'm saying is like with NBA, like every team, it like outside of the Lakers because they're kind of trash, but but like every but yeah, but like every team. Usually, like, there's stars on every team. You know what I mean? Right, and that that's kind of, like, how it should be. There should be stars on every team. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like, and here's Tom Brady again about to whoop somebody's ass. Right. Every once in a while, that's a fun game. But, like, when it's when it's just like that all the time, it but no it's longer like When it's just one guy be making an effect on the field, whereas now it's like, oh, now you got to deal with teams and the atmosphere of their stadium. Right, because, like, like now... Like, saw that with the Phillies in the playoffs, like... They used all their magic games against the Padres, which annoys me, but, like, like, that Philly crowd, it was fun to watch those games because you could see when, as the crowd got excited, the Phillies were actually feeding off of that. Right, because, like, that's, like, the effect of your your, your, your support system. Your fans are the support system. Not only do they pay you, essentially. It's like uh, that whole 12th man type shit. Yeah, they're the other people. They can make a, a, they can make a kicker, like, you know, choke just because of the, not just the noise but the energy they're putting off you know and that's when icing the kicker actually works yeah yeah i mean like it's getting it's actually kind of weird you're starting to see where it's no longer being as effective as it used to be yeah well i mean it's still effective in, in certain places in certain places but like on a whole it isn't as effective as you used to see it yeah like you could guarantee that like if they were playing a home game the kicker's kicks are all gonna suck yeah on for the most part. But now it's just like, it's just, again, 50-50. Yeah. It's just, it, and... Also, you gotta think, though, like, back in the day, like, in the 90s, sports, nobody had cell phones at these games, so people who were watching the games were actually invested in the games. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that's also a thing we're looking through rose-colored glasses and, and such like that, you know. The nostalgia factor, but we're also in a different era. Like I think you're talking about that with Big Ox. We got to see the internet come to life and become a thing. Uh, I remember when we first got the internet, and we had Netscape. Yeah, yeah. Netscape, and like we were looking up different shit. Like my dad put, my dad was able to watch Aladdin. I don't know how he did it, but we yeah, put like yeah. Aladdin on, um, and 
and we're talking about in the days of like 98, not too early 2000 kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, computer used to make noises just by loading up the internet and nobody could use the phone. <laughs> like, or like just the fact that the computer, remember when computers were like 500 bucks? Yeah. And now we don't even bat an eye at a thousand dollar laptop, but like, you know, even even like a trash computer now is only maybe 120 bucks. Yeah, yeah. But now, like, you know, it's just, it's kind of weird growing up and seeing like technology become so, um, like, prevalent and again i mean one of my big things is i'm against is presentism um yeah, yeah. you know looking at things through how we're supposed to be looking at them now and you know yeah you look at today's computers now and, and you look at you know the standard technology now sometimes you'd be like oh yeah that shit was trash but growing up with it is like that was state of the art for us Facts. state that, of the art sorry the that I told you. like we were watching uh the highlights of the MLS cover. Okay. Which, by the way, that game was fucking fire. Front to back, like, the MLS Cup, it's almost like the Super Bowl every year, where right. they actually have a set location as to where it was going to be. And it was Philadelphia versus LAFC, and LAFC ended up hosting the game in their home stadium. So the energy of the crowd was there. The fucking game itself was fire. It went into extra time and then penalties. But, like, when we were watching it, she saw one scene and she said, wow, that looks like a video game. And I was like, it's, I was like, Zeus and I had a conversation about this on Heel Face a while back where we've gotten to a point in our lives, like, when we were younger, like, you remember when you would play, like, a sports video game and you're like, wow, that looks like real life. Right. Now got, you're watching sports and you're like, that looks like a video game. Yeah, everything is so, in, like, the definition, the way we're able to get everything. Yeah. The fact that we can capture things at a, a rate of frames that we could literally see... The, like Bill Burr has a joke on this, like the or I believe it's Bill Burr, and I'm sorry if I stole somebody else's joke and gave them credit for it, um, um, or miscredited somebody, I should say. Um, but like, yeah, you can see the pores of these players, yeah, and like you can even see them change. Now they have to be really quick because like, remember in the old school games, you could literally see like like. Uh, remember when they're off mic'd uh, the old games yeah, or whatnot yeah, yeah. and they're like fuck this guy or some shit like that or like they forget they're mic'd or like when like they have this slowly they, they, they silence out like when they're looking at the field yeah. and now like you can actually see them actually mouth the words like fuck that motherfucker I hate yeah, that motherfucker yeah, yeah. so now they have to actually speak behind the fucking uh, 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 laminated sheets and shit because you can actually literally get their conversation just off of a video, video pickup and then they can translate that to audio well and that's like like, like baseball now like you see when, when like they're doing a mound visit people have their gloves up against their mouth so their lips aren't being red yeah and it, it's kind of cool but it also kind of takes away I used to love it when like the game would accidentally pick up somebody saying like oh fuck this guy I'm got it yeah like, yeah like we fucking suck right now yeah and like you know the, the whatever blonde announcer there today is just like oh I'm sorry I guess we have some technical difficulties right now yeah uh, like well like there was a I was actually I follow a page on uh, Instagram that's called like bubblegum it's a vintage bubblegum and they just the dude just talks about throwback baseball and so he'll either put up like clips of things that happen so like all all month like in October he was putting up posts like old school postseason videos and one of them that was dope was the uh, Joe Carter home run in 1993 when the Blue Jays knocked out the Phillies. Right. And at the end of the game, you're hearing, like, you're seeing, like, the broadcast of everybody talking. And at one point, one of the guys was telling, like, one of the newscasters, that, like, one of the journalists, like, hey, I got some champagne for you. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. I'm working live on television. And then they immediately had to cut away from him. And I was like, I miss stuff like that. 
right, you know where, what I mean? where it's just like real. Now there's like a ten foot like barrier. Uh, I don't know, man. Like there's good and bad with the future, and I just have yeah. to see how it goes. I mean, like eventually we're gonna get to the point where like I, I do feel we'll eventually in the in Earth we'll get to the point where like you watch you ever watch that movie Real Steel? Yeah. Um, where you know fighting became of robots because it got more not to say violent but people wanted more yeah and like he kind of talks about it it's truthful to a point first you had boxing wrestling yeah. then you had like jujitsu karate matches then it got more and more violent people wanted more and more blood and at a certain point the human body couldn't take it well see that was the type of shit like uh, you saw in professional wrestling so like if you remember well like if, if you ever read up on it like cause I've, I've lived through all of it so like when you had like early days WCW, it was ba- mainly they were pitching it like it was a sport, even though there was some corny shit. Yeah, you have to. WWF was always about like the characters, so you were getting like entertaining stuff. Like you had a model walking around, you had a fucking guy who said he was the sexiest man alive, you had a fucking. I'm Hulk. the bad guy. You had a Hulk. You had a Macho Man. You had a Million Dollar Man. You know, but then like. Throughout the early 90s, like, when ECW became a thing... Right. They had excellent wrestling at some point, but their sales point was, like, the death matches and the hardcore shit. Right, because people wanted something different. Right, and and it was different where, like, you're watching wrestling on, like, WCW or WWF, and it's giving you what you think professional wrestling is, and then here's a dude eating a chair shot in ECW, here's a guy being put through a flaming table and stuff like that. But then as that went along, and then as ECW kept growing, people wanted more and more and more, and then once they went under, you got these, like, XPW and... All the mini-shows, yeah. CZW and all these dudes that, like, just went overboard with death matches. Where it's like, there's death matches every fucking match, and at that point, it's like, if you're doing that... People just get desensitized to it. Well, uh, my big fear... Well, my big fear, I should step closer to the mic, uh, is that, like, eventually... You know, remember in the early 2000s when they introduced the NFL robots? Yeah. It's going to become that. We're going to get, like, you know, once we get cybernetics up to a point, sports are going to be played by, like, you know, robots. And it's going to be whatever team had the money to, like... Brought to you by Kyoshi. I'm, I'm taking it from Cyberpunk, but Kiroshi, you know, yeah, with yeah. the optics that can spot the ball faster than the other team or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I get we're far between that point in time. Um, but, it like, I don't know. I just feel like at a certain point we're going to get too advanced for our own good. Yeah. I mean, baseball will know. Like, even watching football, like, you, like somebody, like, what was it a couple games ago? I can't remember who, but they tackled Tom Brady and, like, it was just like, oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, they, they called it a roughing a passer, even though he was, like, wrapped Tom Brady up. His head didn't hit anything. It was just, like, a normal tackle. Even the see. Buccaneers fans were like, ah, that's kind of a tackle, boss. Right, and then the same thing happened the following week, and they didn't call that. And it's like, okay, now you're making it look like the league is just doing this for Tom Brady. And that becomes a bad look for the league. Yeah, I mean, the league is already kind of looking bad as it is. I mean, like... The- but, I mean, like, there's that in every league, though, like... Katya and I got into a conversation the other day, and I kind of ranted about MLB and its Hall of Fame. And one of the arguments that I heard that I completely agreed with, I I remember watching this Bill Simmons video where he was talking with somebody about uh, when Aaron Judge, I don't know if you remember when he hit his 60-second home run, he broke uh, fucking Ruth's record. And then he broke Roger Maris' record. But then people were like, well, is that the real single season home run record 
or is it the clean one? Because Barry Bonds has the single season home run record, like oh, for all of major leagues. Right, but like that has the asterisk by its name. Well, that has the asterisk by its name because of the whole steroids thing. But then I started thinking about this, and I was like, so if we're comparing like like athletes, right? So like people always have like the argument at the time like Kobe versus Jordan, and now like Jordan versus LeBron. Yeah. I was there for to see all of it, and like I think Jordan was a different energy, and yeah, like it was a different you, time in the league, right? And that's it, but see, it's that. Like if you were to compare Jordan to everybody at his time, yes, he was the greatest of all time. Just like if you were to compare LeBron now to everybody now, LeBron is the greatest right now. Yeah, and there was because you played the game differently. Exactly, but then like if you you could argue like could you put this guy in that era and would they flourish, right? So, in my personal opinion, I think Bonds is low-key the greatest baseball player to ever exist. That dude was a different right fielder. And I'm not even talking about, like, steroids Bonds. Even though steroids Bonds had, like, the highest OPS, the highest fucking walk rate, the highest home run rate. Like, he, like between 1998 and one, I think it was, he had four of the greatest years out of any major league baseball player so if you can put somebody in the hall of fame like david ortiz who did test positive for steroids lied about it but was still seen as that and they let him in because he was good to the media and stuff at that point your hall of fame is just a fucking museum no the hall of fame is just like i i mean this in the best way those who deserve to be in the hall of fame have earned it but on the whole, the Hall of Fame is just another way to sell merchandise and give them another title. So when they put them on board for something, a Hall of Famer, you take notice. Well, this is this is where my argument was, right? So I'm like, okay, if you're not going to let Bonds in because, like, yes, he had... Statistically, he's the greatest baseball player to ever play. And if you think about it, yes, he did steroids. But at the time when he was doing it, it was not illegal in the league. No, no. it Like, it wasn't... It was frowned upon. It wasn't even frowned upon. Like, it was like an open secret that people knew these guys were doing steroids. But if you think about it, like, the home run chase in 98 is what saved baseball. Yeah, they use it to their advantage. I, I just I just personally but feel that, here's, like... Here's where I'm at, right? If you don't want Bonds in the Hall of Fame because he did steroids, it's like, then you can argue, why is David Ortiz in the Hall of Fame? Why is Bud Selig in the Hall of Fame when he was the commissioner at the time when all this was happening? So then if you go, okay, well, the reason David Ortiz is in because the media actually liked him, it's like, okay, so now you're making a morality cause, even though the Hall of Fame is about the best players yeah, for best the Best players or something distinguishable that they couldn't do any, that they could only do. Right, and so, like, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Statistically, he was one of the greatest fucking players of all time. Isn't he banned because of the cheating scandal? Well, no, he was banned because he was betting on baseball. That's and what I they meant. were saying, like, well, we don't know if he was betting on his own team and throwing games. And I'm like, everyone knows with bets, there are bookkeepers that keep records of these bets. So you could have checked on the books for Pete Rose and be like, hey, because his argument was, I never bet on my team. I was betting on other teams. And he, he was saying, like, if he did bet on his team, he was betting on his team to win because he had a gambling problem. So I'm sitting here like, okay, if you think he was throwing games like that fucking referee was in NBA, but, like, you can check the books. You can check the bookkeeping at that point. But all I'm saying is, like, 
Okay, if we're keeping Bonds out because he was bad to the media, it nulli- it, it nullifies your Hall of Fame. Because now, if you're going to go morality, are you going to go in and remove somebody like Ty Cobb, who is widely renowned as one of the worst people in the history of baseball? But, again, statistically, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I don't know, man. I think I think once, if you have, like, a Hall of Fame or some type of, like, you know, greatness, like, you know, like, grotto area, um, people get butthurt because they're not on it. And then they start using it as bargaining chips. Like... Will Tom Brady be inducted to the Hall of Fame? Oh, dude, Tom Brady's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's he's as soon as he retires, he's gonna be on the first list of one yeah. of the Hall of Famers. Yeah. But like at the same time, Terry Bradshaw, he was a pretty good quarterback. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. He but, is. But, yeah. but was he the greatest quarterback of all time, or was he just good? He was. Well, he was pretty great actually. Terry, like Terry Bradshaw, he was on that fucking Steelers team that had the steel curtain. That's true. I will give it that. Those Steelers were fire. Bro. Okay, that you can give them for that. For that for that instance. Yeah. Well, also, like, winning a Super Bowl would most likely guarantee... Winning a Super Bowl plus MVP plus, like, whatever accolades is most likely, like, a Hall of Fame career, right? Right, right. So then if you think about that, you start thinking about the fact that this guy's got, what, seven Super Bowls now? Six, seven? Yeah. He's got all... He can almost fill up his entire hand. In fact, that, that's probably what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to get ten. Yeah, and then Giselle fucking divorced him for having a job. <laughs> I, I think Stay that comes. Toxic kings. I, I, I'm not simping for anybody, and I won't, I'm going to make this clear. But I think if you make a promise with your wife that you're going to retire at a certain time, that's no, different. I, I, I'm with you on that. Look, look. I'm just being a smartass. No, no, no. It, it, it is true. Like, it, yes, like you know. To be fair, you could kind of honestly say Giselle was letting him have his hobby while she made all the money. You know. Uh, but in the same way, this is the one thing he does. Right. And it's it's the thing he does great. Think he does best. Yes, best. So like letting him run out. I mean, like I, I kind of want him to play next season just so he could have a better season than this one. Well, because you can see that like it's been like his personal life's been fucking with him on the field. Yeah, ever since the beginning of the game, he missed the uh, what was it? We were joking about it on one of the podcasts that he was missing, uh, po- uh he was missing practice and things yeah, like yeah. that. And at a certain point, I'm like. No, it was that uh, he didn't show up to, like, training camp or something like that. I think at a certain point, he's done the training camp. I mean, like, yeah, does he need to stay in shape? Totally. But at that point, you know, you're you're now shaving off uh, what's good on him yeah. just to be part of the team. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, you can make that argument saying, oh, no, he should be able to do that no problem. Like, yeah, but he's an aging quarterback as well. You know, at a certain point, your body well, has so much... It help that his fucking O-line's been getting him beat up. I think his O-line's upset with him, too. Yeah. They're just letting him through. He's, I mean, they're trying to send him a message, but he's like, no, this is my team. Like, ah, hold up there, chief. Bro, you need to be a rep. Yeah, that's well, a conspiracy theory. But allegedly, well, no, there there are plenty of teams you can watch the old NFL tapes, and there's a plenty of players who be like, "Yeah, I let him through. Fuck, him. Yeah. <laughs> he needed to get well, hit." My quarterback was being a dick. Fuck, yeah. I'll let you get beat up. What was that? Oh, what was it? Was it was it the Jets or, or who uh, that fucking tackled that referee a couple weeks ago? Uh, we just ran through him and like kind of like ran at him and made yeah, him yeah. fall, you know, because he called him on a dirty call. <laughs> Dude, I saw a clip earlier this or earlier today that it was like it was a John Boy breakdown. Apparently, some high school game a referee was trying to cheat, and like the other team that he was cheating against was sitting here watching him do it. So it was like one of those plays where the ball was set down. They didn't know if it was a first down, so we're gonna bring the chains out to check. 
So initially, when they put the chains down, like say this is the chain right here. This yeah, the mic down. Yeah, the football's here. Yeah. But when he was putting the chain down, he moved the football, like right as he put the chain down, and the player, the other players are standing like right there watching him do this, and immediately were like, "Yo, what the fuck, dude? Like you just cheated." And then it was great because like he knew he fucked up because he was seen doing this. So the following right. play, he called a holding call on a kid, and like when you look at it on camera, it wasn't holding at all. But he was doing that as almost out of like fairness. a good. Yeah, out of fairness. Yeah, so that those those referees ended up getting like banned from coaching like championship series or Re- playoff series. Yeah, they can't referee in, in certain and series. I'm like, dude, I would have booted them from the league, bro. Like, what are you doing? I mean, like we've come at a, uh, we also come at a point now where like even innocent mistakes cost people their jobs. So like, nice. at a certain point, there has to be like a bottom line. Like this, you know, like, hey, you get sent back to yeah. Pee Wee football yeah, for like yeah. a year, and then you gotta come back, and you gotta be on your apology tour. I just, it just feels like you know we got to the point where it's like we're, we we excommunicate, excommunicate, sorry, like everybody for minor offenses, and then like if they have a comeback story, how dare they? Yeah. I mean, we're seeing that with, like, uh, Shia LaBeouf. I mean, if he did what he did, and that, that whole uh, charges against him or case that's coming against him is it comes to light, then, yeah, you know, like, own up to it. Like, I, I admit, like, if my ex were to take me to court, I'd have to be like, yeah, I was kind of a shitty person. Yeah. You know, I won't lie on that. It's 50-50, but, like, I won't lie on that. But, like, at the same time, I feel like in today's society, we're getting really big on hitting the eject button or like the, like, you know, uh, Dr. Evil, like, shoot him down the tube button. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, and, you know, it's, I, I don't know. For me, it just feels, it feels whack. Like, everyone only gets one shot. And it's like, like the PC culture. Dude, it's just. Dude, I, actually, I actually just saw another video, too, recently where a dude was kind of talking about that where, like, you could be a fantastic athlete, right? But then, like, one play could make people just hate you for for no good reason. Like, like one bad play at the wrong time. So, like, Bill Buckner. Okay. Buckner had bad knees in that, in that World Series with the Red Sox and the Mets. And, like, he was a fire baseball player. But it slipped through his legs. But then that one, that one ball that slipped through his legs, like, they had a Game 7. The Red Sox could have won that Game 7, but then they got blown out by the Mets. But then Buckner was the scapegoat through everything. Right, because in today's world, there has to be a scapegoat. Yeah. Like, even with the whole Twitter thing, like, I was watching a video of, like, somebody saying, this is my day at Twitter, and the amount of work they do is actually minimum. And people are upset that he's, you know, he bought the company, and Musk bought the company, and now he's firing everybody. But as a business person, like... I'm not a businessman. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that I didn't go to school for business. But one of the few things that come in life is that, like, if you want to lose weight, you cut the fat. You want to make money, you stop blowing money. Here's the problem with Elon Musk, though. This is a dude that bought Twitter thinking, like, oh, I can make a shit ton of money off of this. I'm able to turn this into a cash grab. And he goes, and, and his selling point of him buying it was, oh, I'm going to give everybody free speech. And what did people want free speech to say? Just to say nigger more. Like, it went up 500% just that first day that he had it. But then he realized it's honestly a money loser owning Twitter. Yeah, it's like Reddit. Reddit doesn't make money at all. Yeah, but there are millions of fucking users on it. Right. I, I think I think to a point that you could make Twitter profitable, but then, like... You know, 
that's one of my things. I'm very big against like restrictions, but then I see how people are, and it's just like at some point you are responsible for what you do. Thanks. And if you have the plan, and if it is your company, at some point, if people are using it to do bad things, you do have to be like, fuck, yeah. like. Like, I leave everybody alone, but if you bring it to my attention and you make it an attention and it's something I have to take care of, then I have to take care of it. I get that. I mean, although there is, I do believe in free speech, but if you actually ever took a, a, a law class about what the First Amendment actually takes care of, which, funny enough, Squidbilly does a fucking great bit about that yeah. because... Uh, uh, I'm going to go off a tangent here. Daniel Stewart Baker, Stuart Daniel Baker, I always confuse him, also known as Unknown Hinson, um had gotten fired from being early Kyler about a tweet he made. Now, I do not agree with all of his tweet. I do believe in the fact that at a certain point, uh, I'm not going to apologize for being brown. People shouldn't apologize for being white. Facts. Because at the end of the day, I don't know any of my white friends that own slaves. And if they do, I mean, they're doing a really good job of keeping it off key. Because, uh, like, in this economy, none of us have money for fucking feeding other people. Um... Uh, but like you know, he kind he did have that bit, but then he went off on a rant and it involved Dolly Parton, and then that's when things got bad. And you know, I I think there was a point he was going to be making with that, and I think he kind of let the early slip out of him. Yeah. Uh, and he lost his job. And guess who replaced him for the final season of Squidbillies? Who? Tracy Morgan. Yeah. They get Tracy Morgan in there. It kind of as a fuck you to unknown Henson. Um, but also it kind of ruined the show because it's not early Kyler. Yeah, it'd be like replacing like you know Barney Stinson's character in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, it's not fucking uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. They put in like David Spade or some shit. Yeah, it's not him. You could dress him up as him. You can make him do the same jokes, but it won't never be him. And it kind of killed the show. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there comes to a point where it's just like you know personally I'm thinking like just let it go. I mean you can be you can be honest about the past and be like look this is how people thought in the time we've evolved as better people there are some pains yes but at the end of the day we're, we're trying to evolve into better people let's 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 be fair about that too but at the end of the day we have to move forward or else we'll never get anywhere because like it's the same thing as like you know if i was still pining about my ex do i do it sometimes a little but i keep moving forward why because i won't go anywhere if i'm still sitting here for somebody who doesn't want me fucking facts plus we don't talk about her on the oh show. well yes we don't yeah. I'd be fucking weird if she was one of our listeners. Yeah. Be really weird. Although, never mind, I won't bring that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no, um, no, it's, it's like a, a support. I'm kind of getting tired of things. Like, like again, I'm really against presentism. I, I really am against it. Um, yeah. Looking at things with today's view is like the same way as looking at something from the today from the past view. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. You have to admit that at some point, and like I know that's like one of the things people like who like defend critical race theory. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I think right. teach the history the way it was, but don't add your own flavor into it. Right. Um. You know. You know, it's like it was. It was a different time. It's like, oh, that's a scapegoat. No, it really was a different time. Yes, people use that to defend themselves, but no, it really was a different time. Hell, even four years ago was a different time. Yeah. Like, like, what was it? I was watching Justified. Justified came out like in early two thousands, like two thousand eight, I think, or something like that, or late yeah. two, late twenties. I've heard the word faggot used so many times in yeah. season one, and I'm not even finished with season one. Whereas in today, I'm like, holy shit, you couldn't get away with that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of shit that, like, 
it was a different time with, where like now it would just be so frowned upon yeah like um uh what was that movie with matt damon and greg kinnear um Stuck on you, the one yeah, about the twins. Yeah, yeah. You would like you'd never be able to make that movie today because oh, then you'd be say like ableism and you're making fun of disabled people or people with disabilities or genetic defects. Um, and again, like I'm not saying it's, they're genetically defective. I'm just like from a scientific point of view, you're two people stuck as one. Yeah. In, 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 in pure definition, you are defective. Yeah. Um, you are the gummy bears that weren't separated from the mold. Um, but you would never be able to have that movie today. And but the end of the movie is actually pretty great because at the end they reconnect as brothers and he's playing some sappy like REO song and Matt Damon goes, "What a fag!" <laughs> and that was a different energy back then. And like Greg Kinnear hits the fucking jukebox and puts yeah, on some yeah, hard yeah. rock real quick. Yeah. And like the joke was funny. Now is it funny today? Probably not. As not. I mean, for me, it still is. It but, still but hits. But then again, again like, I grew up in a different time. But again, like, like I mean, that that just comes down to context and and fucking like some people just can't take jokes. Like, if shit's not malicious, what are we fucking? What are, what are we pissed about? But everyone today is a victim. Everybody's everyone today is a victim. Like every, everybody thinks everything is malicious. Right. You know, a simple, even like a backhanded compliment. Uh, which is in definition, yes, malicious, but it's not like attacking malicious. Yeah. I think there's different levels of malicious here. Yeah. Like when like, oh, bless your heart. Yeah. You know, they would have a like a fucking Twitter war. Like they told me to bless my heart. Uh, what was it? The fucking get, get, uh, the, 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 I don't even know what gender they want to call themselves, but the person who was allegedly misgendered at Starbucks and then was made to work like eight hours. Yeah. But then you, as you read it, you're like, oh no, that's his job. Yeah, or their job, or whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I went on a rant here. I heard the music stop. I know it's probably when we should quit. But like, well, we've gone over an hour. But you, this has been a fire episode. I love it. Okay, but it's been over an hour, my dude. Where can people find you, Manny? Uh, well, everyone but the model can find me on like, <laughs> um. Uh, guy underscore in underscore glasses at uh instagram yeah and that's about it and i know kyle's not here but you can find him at grinding underscore on underscore a underscore budget he has too many goddamn underscores and he's just gotta grow his shit but if you want to follow these jokes if you need these jokes babyface do instagram twitter and tiktok you chuckle fucks but our dms are open if you have questions for us that's at cbwmns on instagram follow you boys ask us questions we'll address them here on the show nobody's truly hit the dms yet except for people just trying to do scams and shit because they're they suck at it but uh, i'm gonna keep the same energy here that i keep on every episode I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at mcstizza26 on Snapchat. Oh, that guy that we were hearing on the microphone is talking about the issues at your apartment with the water flow. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, guys. But you could send the shit to Zeus and get left on red and screenshotted, which apparently the model won't even do for us. (sighs) You blew it. Facts. But this has been episode 32 of Cigars and Bars. We will be back here next week. Your boy is going to get drunk tonight because it's birthday suit stew. Yes, it is. And I hope you have a wonderful birthday, my friend, because it's officially your birthday.
Facts. It's midnight. It is indeed midnight. Come out here and blow out your candle, baby. Hey. <laughs> we love you guys, all ten of you. Or nine. Or nine. <laughs> Probably eight after this episode, but we love y'all. We'll love. see you next week. Love you.